What's up, folks? It is Thursday, October uh, 18th. No, sorry, 28th. And I am in Denver now. Getting ready. We're going to pack up. We're all packed up. We're basically 80% of the way packed up. And we're going to be heading out tomorrow morning for Maryland. That's where my folks live. Um, and... Yeah, that's uh, that's the deal right now. Just sort of finishing up here in Colorado. It's been a great time. Utah and Colorado, a little road trip, week-long, van life, super, super dope. Um, really nice time right now. I'm out in a park in Colorado, and it's just gorgeous outside, a little crispy in that fall weather. Um, and our discussion is on the elements, and we're talking about... Um, I said that we're going to talk about water. I want to talk about fire today. I apologize for the little shift, but uh, bear with me here. Um, And the reason I want to talk about fire is it moves sequentially in that order. Um, Earth, fire, water, and then air. If we're talking about physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. So earth is that physical like we were talking about yesterday. It's that vessel. Uh, fire is the emotional, it's that raw sort of energy, it's that engine that, um, that burns, right? Where, where it sort of it fuels basically everything else in many ways. And there's different schools of thought on this. Um, I know that there's lots of schools of thought that are, um, that understand water to be very emotional, um, the thing is, it's a little bit tricky with this stuff because it's, it's, it's not to say like there's no emotional sides of water. It's not black and white. There are. But when we're sort of trying to define these things and put them into some order here, um, the way that the Jewish understanding um, interprets it um, is that fire is the emotional side. And um, there's a number of sources for that in the Jewish texts. Um, if you're interested in that type of thing, you know, you can email me. Um, they're not texts that are going to be out there in the world. Um, they're really in the Jewish communities. So, um, but, um, and my email is attached. It's, um, it'll be attached down um, on the website. Um, but you can, you know, basically, I, I understand that there's also many schools of thought that, th- that believe um, water to be emotional. Water can be very emotional. People, um, you know, and, and they do, and they tend to be very understanding, very listening folks. Um, and there's a whole side of water that we're going to talk about that is very emotional, and it is. And so it's not to say that this is a one and complete thing. Um, in fact, they both sort of share qualities of emotional and mental, but what we're really looking to do is sort of create an order and a structure and to just understand these things in a better way and and creating that structure is going to help us clarify some things here and and knowing that these things can't they they move around within that structure um so fire is a very emotional thing right and so if we're thinking about things we're talking about impulse we're talking about um, you know, what is fire? What is, we're, we're thinking about fire. What is the element of fire? Fire is a, is a substance that burns. It's a substance that consumes. It's a substance that requires, um, it requires a fuel source. And then from that fuel source, it burns. So 
the way that we understand fire is it's something that it's it's very um, it's very sort of growth oriented and it's very because it has to there's no not growing like water can sit and be stagnant it, and just be it can chill if it's in like the bottom of a you know pool or the bottom of whatever it's just going to sit there as long as it sits there fire is inherently a growth oriented element and thing um, if there's no consumption of something it's not existing so inherent in its existence is this element of consumption and growth right and so in climbing moving and digesting right that's why we we think about fire as being that like digestive tract your engine your your um you know your stomach your you're, boom, you're going you're gonna to send something into the furnace, you chew something, you eat it, you consume it, and then you digest it. That's your fire. And so you're, you're consuming that thing, and then you're sending that energy into your body. And so that's this idea of fire. Um, and this has so many practical, amazing, beautiful elements that we can take and transpose into our lives um, consciously. This idea of being growth-oriented, this idea of having an engine, if, uh, a, a a burn, a fire, like it's like your horse. And the analogy in Jewish texts is, is that um, there's a rider and there's a horse and and your mind is the rider and the horse is the, um, is your like body essentially. And so your body has these impulses, like even if your mind doesn't want to do something, like let's give an example, like you want to go and like, you're like, I got to get something done. I got to go and do this. I got to go and do this. I got to like a paper to write or I have whatever to do, I, you know, it's your responsibilities. I need to do this or I want to do this. Like I really want to. And then you have this impulse and that impulse just wants to take you somewhere else. You walk into a store. It's like, oh, I need to get this. Like I was for, here's a great example. I was in REI today. Guess what? That's the worst place for me to walk into because I, I like get distracted and like buy things that I don't need, you know. And that's my impulse. That's the fire, the impulsive, just like just fire of oh, gotta get it, boom! It just latches on. It's like a spark. When a spark catches wood, it just lights. Bam! There it goes. It's not asking, you know. So that's what's going on um, with this fire, this element of fire. And so that's really powerful if we can harness that. And so this rider and the horse idea is saying that your rider, your intellect, your mental capacity is going to make a decision. And then that decision is going to influence your fire. And then your fire is going to be taken in a direction that is valuable for the whole system, right? An example of that would be like a train, like a train is on a track, Right, So there is a mental decision that was made at some point saying, I am going to go here. This train is going from Albuquerque to Denver, right? And so on that track, that track was then built. Now, guess what? There's earth, there's structure. There was a structure that was formed, right? And now you have a, a track going from Albuquerque to Denver. Now, guess what? When you make that decision and you follow through with the discipline and you build that track, right? And building the track actually has a lot of fire involved, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But, but the point that I'm getting to is that when you add fuel to that furnace of the engine, when you throw coal into that fire in, in the steam engine, and that train gets moving, guess where it's going? It's going to go straight down that track, hard, bam! There's no, go, there's no left, there's no right, it's going to Denver, son. That's what's happening. And so... 
And so when you can take that fire and send it into a very specific and channeled direction, it's incredibly powerful for you. So, so that's our job here. And, and that fire will be tempted, and it, it will, it's inherent in its nature, to be tempted to be going and catching on to other things. I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. Um, and it's not powerful there. It's, you're looking to, gr- basically, what's the deal with the fire? It's like if you have a flint, and, you know, if you have flint and stone or whatever, and you're making sparks, right? Okay, so you can just sit there making sparks. Great, sparks are fine. But we don't want sparks. We want a fire, right? <laughs> like, we want to get to the fire. That's where the, that's where the good stuff's at. And really, what we want is we want a deep bed of burning coals, okay? And so, um, our idea is to say, like, for ourselves, my fire, like, people say, like, you know, I'm on fire for this. Like, man, oh, man, this guy's on fire. Like, you know, he's, you know, like, what, you know, what's your fire? What are you, like, people use that as a phrase, a catchphrase. And it is something about passion, being passionate um, and getting moving towards something uh, that, you know, it's really just sort of raw energy. And that's really what fire is if actually you're breaking it down and into like into its parts, its equal parts. What does fire do? Like what actually is fire? Like the is it like the the process of fire is a fascinating one. What it does, if you think about this, it takes energy that it's stored in one thing. It changes the molecular process and it changes the molecular makeup of that stored energy, right? Like in wood, wood is stored energy. It's a tree that grew roots and was consuming nutrients and things and all stuff and light and sunlight and water and blah, 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 blah. And 30 years later, you have a tree. Bam. Okay. Somebody comes and chops the tree down. Now, now you have a bunch. You have a bunch of logs of wood, and somebody, a lumberjack, chopped it up into little things. Now you have it. You bought it for five dollars, and it's sitting in your house, and you're ready to throw it in the fire. What happens when you take that log and you throw it into the fire? That log is like stored energy. It's like, it's just like a, you know, a big brick of like plus five energy. You know, you throw it into the fire. What happens? The fire itself is a key that opens that log. Into enable to access that stored energy, okay? So when you think about that, what that's doing for you is it's taking that energy and it's just opening it up and it's enabling you to access that energy. Now you can use that raw energy for whatever you want, okay? So an example of that would be like, now you have that energy and it's fire. The fire spews that raw energy out And then what happens is you get warm. That's how you get warm. You get warm from that energy. If you stand really close to it, you get really warm. If you stand far, you get, you know, you're not as, you're not really getting that energy. And I don't mean energy like woo-woo energy. I mean like stored energy, like physics, you know, energy in motion, right? If you're standing next to something um, that is spraying energy, you're you're going to connect with, you're going to receive that energy in motion. So... So um, that's the idea that this fire is really just like a key opening up energy. So let's say, now let's take that into your digestive system and let's say the same thing. 
Your digestive system is a fire. Now you take vegetables, you take a salad and you throw it into your fire. Now the, the vegetables are just like that log. It's just stored energy. It's like whether it be celery or whether it be wood, like it's just stored energy. And now you're taking that stored energy, you're throwing it into your furnace, your fire, and now that fire is opening that energy up and you're now able to access all that energy. Whoa, big time, that's awesome. Okay, so now you've got energy, now you can go out and you can conquer and you can go and do things. Okay, so this idea of fire is this, it's this energy key and it opens up energy and our fire in us is something, it's going to consume something and then it takes that something and it makes it raw energy and now you can take that raw energy and do whatever you want with it. Um, you can boil water and you can cook and you can do this and you can meld and you can make metals and you can do all sorts of stuff, right? So in your life though, when we're talking about fire, we're talking about like you being passionate about something, you know? And so what we're talking basically about is like fuel sources, okay? Are you consuming good fuel sources in your life? Very important, okay? Whether it be diet, whether it be information, whether it be, you know, social influence, friends, what are you consuming? As a consumer, because we're all consumers in some way, you're just either a conscious consumer, you're a thoughtful, you're a mindful consumer, or you're a not mindful consumer, you're not in control of what you're consuming, right? So there's the consumption element, right? Then there is the fire itself, the, the element of fire and, um, and it's like health or like it's strength, you know, if you don't have a fire, the whole, well, that's a problem. You're, you could have the best energy in the world, but you're not consuming it. So you need a fire. Okay. And now we have, and then what you do with that unlocked energy. So there's three components here. Okay. And now when we take that and apply that into our life, we're looking to apply that in all sorts of different ways. So basically it follows through through this whole decision-making process. And this lines up and it goes straight up the ladder and it goes to your purpose. You know, so you have a big ladder in your life and everything gets funneled down through that ladder and it all stems from your spiritual purpose. And you're saying, what am I here for in this world? What am I here to do? What am I doing? Uh, I'm, you know, here to whatever, save the planet or, you know, basically be a good person and influence people in a good way. Um, and bring about, you know, a sort of collective um, growth, a collective um, healing in some way, um, whatever you want to call it. There's all sorts of words for like enlightenment and change and growth and stuff like that. And there's lots of different, you know, ways to interpret that in different um, things. Uh, Jewish text has its own, you know, has our, you know, we have, a, we have our way of just, just understanding it. Um, but either way, there's this idea of this collective enlightenment going on in the world right now. And um, just so you're aware, in the Jewish text, it has to get more chaotic before it gets better. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the old saying, you know, it's always darkest before the dawn. Same type of deal, okay? So don't get too worried about all the crazy events happening in the world. It just means that good things are coming. But the idea is, is that we have to bring about this collective healing, okay, or goodness, or heal the world, or save the planet, or, 
whatever, you know, environmentalism or whatever your purpose is, whatever your thing is. And I'm not, I'm not mocking any of these. I'm just listing a bunch of things right now. Um, in any way, if that was even in your mind, I apologize for, for me intoning that in any way, shape or form. Um, I am not making fun of anything, whatever your purpose is in this world. And I think we all have a different, unique purpose, um, together to collect up into a giant, collective purpose to bring about like a higher consciousness and a higher vibration and a higher um way of living a higher lifestyle all of that good stuff right um whatever your individual purpose is it rains down that ladder it then gets moved into a mission oh i gotta go and do this and now once you have a mission you become purpose driven now that's called fire you have now is something that you're moving towards, you're consuming. This is a fire, this is a spirit. So fire is a very, like all of these elements are inherently spiritual because they're in the world, right? Everything is, <laughs> everything's spiritual. It's not like this is spiritual and this is not spiritual. Everything's spiritual because everything exists. <laughs> so if you believe in spirituality, everything is spiritual, right? It's either all or nothing, right? It's either, it's not like this is not spiritual and this is spiritual. It's like, this is spiritual just as the grass is spiritual just as everything's spiritual but fire is an inherently spiritual thing because because it gets you there in a very sort of direct way it's very passionate it's very and so when you're feeling that passion it brings you there in a very in a very like experiential way so to speak so once you got your mission and you have your purpose now you're moving towards this um, this goal that you have, and then that goal gets moved into a decision-making process. I'm going to do what's best for my mission, what's best for my purpose. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do this. Okay, you make a decision. Now, once you make that decision, you send it down the ladder again, one more rung, and now you're saying, this is the decision, this is what I need to do, these are the actions that I need to take, these are the specific things that need to occur in order for this process to go through these are the resources that i need now i'm gonna do it and that doing it is very fire oriented it's very action based it's very movement based um consumption of something growth oriented that's what fire is that's what it's all about okay so um it's you know, so what are some of that's that's sort of the the thing that's going on here, right? So what are the what are the downsides to that? Um, some of the negative character characteristics, character traits that go with fire are um, haughtiness because fire only rises. Fire is something that only rises. It doesn't go down. It doesn't go sideways. If a wind blows, it'll go up and to the left, but it goes up. That's the only way it goes. So somebody who's very fiery and you'll meet these people, somebody who's very like type A alpha, like boom, winner, Mr. Winner. I'm going to destroy, conquer the world, that type of thing. There's a lot of haughtiness. There's a lot of ego. There's a lot of like, that's a big downside to fire. So when we have a fire for something we also have to learn how to be humble and that's how being earth that's also the element of water moving down moving understanding you know a deeper part of ourselves. that's how the emotion um can work in with water is that you understand that you have a uh, you have to be humble as well like i said it's not that water's not emotional water is emotional it's just how is it emotional um and um 
but generally speaking, what we're saying is like everything has everything. I'm going to say a sentence right now that might sound a little confusing, but just bear with me for one second. Everything has everything in it. Okay. <laughs> so what does that mean? It means that like the home for fire is in the emotions, but it's not like fire isn't something spiritual or fire isn't something mental or fire isn't something material as well. They, it exists within everything, but its home lives within the emotional plane. And the same thing with water. Water exists emotionally just as it exists materially, just as it exists in a spiritual way. But its home is in the mental mental sort of domain and the mental faculties. Um, and so, um, right, especially nowadays, like we're understanding neuroplasticity. We'll get into this um, tomorrow, hopefully, uh, with water. Um, but neuroplasticity, understanding like how the brain is just this like big sort of ball that we can sort of move around and like shape shift and form as we want it to be. Right. That's like a really new idea within the last couple of years of, of neuroscience. Um, I mean, you know, within the last ten, like in science, it's very, very new. Ten years, whatever, 15 years, 20 years. I don't know exactly. Um, but, um, you know, so that's this idea of saying like water is a, a humble trait in nature and also if Earth is and those things help bring into balance fire. If fire was just by itself, it would just be incredibly haughty. And so as a character trait, it needs to be balanced. Um, and um, so when you're moving in the world and you're learning how to be somebody who's very action-oriented and growth-oriented and you set, like, for example, very high standards for yourself, that's something that's sort of a fiery thing to be setting super high standards for yourself and not be accepting anything lower than that, Right? So, okay, that's great. But, you know, if you project that to the rest of the world, now you've got a problem. That's a problem. You can't walk around like that. Like, you know, you have to be a measured individual. And so, um, so this is, um, you know, this is where those other elements come into play and help balance that. And we're going to talk about more of that, you know, later down the road. Right now, what we're looking to do is really just sort of understand fire. Um, and this idea of, you know, and like I said, that emotional space, fire is energy in motion, right? Emotions. What is motion? Energy in motion. That's what you could say the same about water too. Like, oh, if water's moving, it's energy in motion. So, right. What do you mean? So, but fire is inherently something that is, it's like we talked about in the beginning. Its essence is to be in motion. There's no not moving. Water could not move. It's all dependent upon the earth. It's all dependent upon the vessel that it's in. You know, it's inherently a flowy structure, but it doesn't have to move, right? Fire has to move. Otherwise, it doesn't exist. So it's energy and motion as an essence, right? That's why we talk about it in the emotional space. It's the engine. It's the drive. That's what's powering the whole machine. Water is something that is then reactionary from that energy and something that's reactionary from, um, you know, that process, you know. Um, and so so that's what we're talking about here. Um, so as in your, in your life... Now, we're saying, how, how do you, how does that fire, do you have a fire? You know, a lot of people nowadays, unfortunately, don't have a fire. Either their fire is like ridiculous, unhealthy, 
like, like they're very fiery, like that grind, hustle, like New York City, like I'm going to grind till I die mindset. And it's like fire, all fire, really unhealthy fire, like burn the house down type of fire. Or people nowadays just don't have a fire and they're sitting around, especially in the COVID area, in the COVID era. A lot of people were sitting inside during that time and like it stunted a lot of people in many ways. Um, so the question is, do you have a fire? Do you have uh, a purpose? Do you have something that you're going towards? Do you have meaning in your life? Do you have goals in your life? Do you have missions in your life? Do you have a to-do list in your life? Are you getting things done in your life? Are you consuming? Are you, con- are you producing? Are you making movement? That's the question. Are you making movement? That's the question. And so, you know, and it doesn't have to be perfect at first. That's the whole idea. You know, much of this is like, just get started and it's going to refine itself along the way. So don't worry about that. Like, mindset trap that's going to be like oh it's not going to be perfect so I might as well not do it that needs to get thrown out and I have that too just as much as you have that it's an idea that is not attached to you you are separate from that idea and just like any ideas around depression or around all of these things or around you know I have low self-esteem I have you do not have low self-esteem I'm sorry if this is aggressive but let me just be a little aggressive here it's because it's not you. I'm not attacking you. I'm attacking this idea that is attached itself to you. You do not have low self-esteem. Low self-esteem is existing in your space and you can kick it out if you want. It's up to you. You know, that's the coolest part. You know, in the Jewish mindset, in the Jewish tradition, in the Jewish um, tradition that we have, we, you know, we say that you are a soul. You are a soul and you don't, you are, you are not, you are not depressed. <laughs> you are a soul. You, you know, you happen to, you know, you're experiencing depression. It's sort of like a lot of, it's sort of like, a, it's like uh, much of the ideas coming from the East in many ways um, around meditation, around saying like, uh, I'm going to be the witnesser, right? I'm going to be the witness, and witness what's happening to me. I'm going to witness my body experiencing pain. I'm not in pain. I'm, I'm witnessing my body in pain. You're detaching yourself. That's essentially what's happening. You're detaching yourself from this, from this thing. Basically, this is a little rant about negative self-talk and about deta- all of this stuff. If you are feeling any of these things, witness yourself experiencing these things and then say, okay, I'm done experiencing these things now, and then move into something else. I know it sounds simple, and I know it might even be um, a little almost offensive because you're like, I can't just move out of this stuff right now. And it's not going to happen overnight. But it will happen if you do the work. And I promise you it will happen because I've done the work, and, I've, and I have been in those places. Trust me, I have been depressed. Trust me, I have been incredibly angry with myself trust me i have been in lots of pain and the way that you move through that pain is you create some separation from that pain in a healthy way because when you identify with your pain or if you identify with your problems you're going to have a really really hard and really bad life okay you are not your problems (laughs) you are a soul that's what's going on i'm sorry if this is intense for you right now but 
this is the truth and and you need to detach from those identifications and that's healthy healthy detachment okay now there's also unhealthy detachment right that's a whole other conversation okay to detach from the world and and never experience anything is not a healthy thing okay but there is a way to detach and experience things that are happening to you without identifying with them. And this is a really, 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 really good way to get yourself out of the mud, to get yourself out of the mire and the muck, and to move forward in life, to pick some goals and start doing them. It doesn't matter if you even start, to, if it doesn't even matter if you feel it right now. You don't have to feel it right now. This is also part of what making a mental decision, this connects with water, making a higher decision making process. Make a decision and just do it. Don't even, don't even, oh, but I'm not feeling it. I don't care if you're feeling it. Just do it. Guess what? You're going to start to feel it when you start doing it. Okay? That energy, you're creating the energy. So energy in motion stays in motion. Start putting that energy into motion. You're going to start feeling that energy. Okay? So this is the whole idea of what we're talking about. You're, you're, you're getting into the state, the mindset of mastery over this idea of forward progress. <laughs> Isn't that a beautiful idea? It's amazing. It's amazing. And in this world, there's either, you know, it's unbalanced either in a, um, on to the right or to the left, you know, and it's, it's very few people who you'll find will be balanced in a very healthy and strong way with this um, concept of being somebody who is, um, a f someone who is forward progressing in life, but in a healthy way, um, and doing so in a humble way and doing so in a way that's going to be better for them, better for their family, better for the community, better for the world, right? And when you see those people, you know, and you know, I'm sure there are a couple people who are just popping right into your mind right now, right? I'm sure there are because those people stand out. They stand out in life because it's, 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 it's beautiful, you know, because it's beautiful just to witness. And so... That's what we're challenging. And now my challenge to you is to find those people and, and you just had a couple people or one person pop in your mind. Capture that. Write it down. Anchor it. Secure it. Crystallize it. Write that person down. Write the name of that person down. Right now. Do it. Write that name down. Okay? And then start being a student of that person, whether that be from abroad, whether it's a podcaster and you're listening to that person's podcast or online person or whatever it might be, you're learning from them from a distance, or if it's a physical person in, in your life and you can learn and learn from that person um, in person and ask them questions and, you know, learn and watch them, watch their little things, watch the way that they go through life, watch all of these things, watch the way that they interact with people, watch the standards that they set for themselves, watch how they take care of their own things, watch how they move forward and present things and bring things to the table for other people. Um, watch all of these things, be a student of that person and then go forward and, and, and copy that. <laughs> like there's no, just mimic it directly. Just be a, 
Just be a copycat. There's nothing wrong with that. There's really nothing wrong with that. It's actually an incredible thing. Um, if you can copy the actions of really esteemed people, that's a very esteemed thing. So go ahead and go and do that. And think about how you are being a productive person. Think about the fire in your life, whether that be a lack thereof or whether it be a fire that's burning the house down. We're always in a process of trying to bring that fire into a healthy space. Ideally, what we want to do is become this like furnace that has this deep burning bed of coals. That's a hot bed of coals. And, you know, you could do a lot with a hot bed of coals, like a deep burning hot coal bed you know, in a very safe and secure fireplace. That's what we're looking for, healthy, good fuel. And that fire is pumping out amazing results. You know, whether you're the, you know, whether you have a factory and you're making tons of product or whatever your example might be, right? We're looking to have that healthy fire, healthy drive in our life. So guys, Go get after it. You know, for me, I'll just give you a little personal example. For me, that's the way I actually think about myself. I personally think about myself as a, uh, I am a fireplace builder. That's the what I do. Like, <laughs> that is who I am um, in many ways. And I know I just said a personal identification. And yes, I did use a personal identification because I'm using that personal identification for my own self-growth. Uh, because I'm very fiery, you might have heard it in my this podcast, might be very obvious to you, um, but I'm a very fiery individual in many ways, um, it's always been there and I am, I don't have to worry about my fire being there, it's going to be there because that's my, in many ways that's my nature, what I'm more concerned about is having it be a healthy presence in my life, okay? Because I've experienced it as an unhealthy presence in my life and I'm not interested in that. So for me, what I need, to, what I need in order to have a healthy fire is a healthy fireplace, is a strong fireplace. And so, right, just like we talked about yesterday, earth is the only thing that is a physical vessel. Everything else is contained within earth. Um... There's a conversation to be had about air because air is, you know, in some ways everything's contained within air in a certain sense um, because air is this like greater encompassing thing. But it's not a physical vessel, right? In terms of its physical presence, everything is contained in a physical sense. Like you hold it in a cup, you physically hold it in earth, right? So I am a professional fireplace builder. That is my job because if I don't do that, then my fire is not going to be healthy. And when I do do that, I don't have to worry about the fire because I'm so fiery, I'll just fill that fireplace with fire. <laughs> it's not something I have to worry about, okay? And the same idea you can take whether you're very watery, whether you're very airy, whether you're, you know, even if you're earthy, we're going to get deeper into these conversations, like how you complement your different forces, whether you're thinking about it in an elemental way, like fire, air, earth, water, or whether you're thinking about it in a um, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, like, oh, I'm a really emotional person, or oh, I'm a really like logical person, or I'm really spiritual and I have a hard time like doing things or like whatever it might be, okay? Um, we're going to talk about complementing all of these like character traits that we have and these different like domains that we have 
later on, a little bit later on. But for right now, I'm just going to give you that little nugget of like, you know, you can think about yourself in that way of like, if your strong suit is this, start working in a complimentary way for yourself. This is something I also talked about in the first podcast, second podcast a little bit, um, how we can grow with complementary forces. Um, so um, start thinking about that. Start thinking about how you can um, take your fire and make it something healthy for yourself and uh, consume the right things. Remember, fire is like a three-step process. It's like basically the um, whatever you are consuming, the, the product or the, the diet, so to speak, what the diet of that fire is, whether that be healthy or not, um, you know, information, people, social influence, physical, food, whatever that consumption might be, the source. And then the fire itself, whether you have a healthy fire, unhealthy fire, a strong fire, a weak fire, whether it's contained in a good way, whether it's not, whether it's productive or whether it's not. And then the uh, resulting effect of that of that energy consumption is the now unlocked energy, how you're using that in your life. Um, and, you know, accessing that energy, using that energy, being productive with that energy, taking that energy and being something that's valuable for you now in your life. How can you use that for yourself um, and turn that into uh, power, essentially, for yourself, right? You want to take that energy and convert it into power. It's like, a, it's like uh, you know, I don't mean power in like a power dynamic, like, like I am like social power dynamics type of thing. Not ego related. I'm saying like energetic conversion, right? That's what I'm talking about here, just to clarify. Um, right? If you plug an outlet into the wall, you get power, right? So that's what I mean. So how do you convert that into power? How do you convert that into torque, into force? How do you, how do you make it something? You have energy. Now, what are you going to do with it? What do you want to do? What are your goals? Like, go do it. That's it. That's what it's all about. Fire. Make it happen. Okay, guys? Go get clarity. Go get some goals. I know we're just at the beginning of this whole thing. If now you have more questions than answers, that's okay. Um, We're going to start clarifying what those questions are, and then we're going to start, you know, creating answers for you. Um, Like I said, we're going to go through all of these building blocks right now. Okay? The earth, fire, water, air, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. And then we're going to talk about what it is to be in a garden. And then we're going to talk about um, how that all that applies to you and all of the dynamics going on and how you can cultivate yourself to be a very powerful individual, to be a very productive individual, to be a very, you know, beautiful human and a beautiful influence on the world and to be somebody who's very fruitful and happy and joyful, um, living a very connected, harmonious life with you and the whole universe. Okay? Love you guys. Have an amazing day, night, morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you're at in this world. And uh, sending all the good vibes. Love you. Have a great day.